Welcome to Go Simcha, the podcast that takes you on an in-depth approach to the Jewish music, entertainment, and Simcha world. Now, here's your host, Zisha Littman. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Go Simple, the podcast. We had so much fun recording the episode, um, but it couldn't have been done without the help of our sponsor, Karen Simchas and Vikalis. We're going to take a minute to hear a little bit more about them. The following episode of Go Simcha the Podcast is proudly sponsored by Karen Simchas Chassan Vikala. Karen Simchas Chassan Vikala was founded over 25 years ago and is based in Brooklyn, New York. KSCVK helps widows, orphans, and people who are in dire need of marrying off a child. Working through their network of vendors, KSCVK ensures that every wedding is just as special as the next. Run by world-renowned party planner Devorah Benjamin, KSCVK takes care that each wedding is as elegant as the next one, ensuring dignity and class through every wedding that they put on. To donate to KSCVK, Please visit their website, kscvk.org, today. That's kscvk.org, and help make someone's wedding special. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Go Simcha, the podcast. Taking a little blast from the past here again. Last week, we had Schlock Rock, and this week, we have another fan favorite, another blast from the past, at least my childhood. I don't know about you guys. We have Uncle Moishi here in person. Well, not really in person. Uncle Moishi here on the show with us. We actually got this one as a video this week. It's going to be really exciting. And I'm like super pumped to sit down and talk with Uncle Moishi, pick his brain and learn all about Uncle Moishi and how he got started and the legacy of Uncle Moishi. So pleasure to have you on the show, Uncle Moishi, if that is your real name. Um, might I ask, what is your real name? And are you really an uncle? Are you a Zaydi? Are you... Shalom Aleichem. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Zisha. It's an honor and a privilege to be here. Thank you. Amazing. Uh, Uncle Moishi. My name is Moishe Tannenbaum. Oh, very cool. That's hey, right. Did your hat change? You used to have a, used to have a Kanech hat. It looks like you have a Hamburg today. That's right. It's a Hamburg. Yeah, it's always been a Hamburg. That's right. Oh, well, cool. Well, thanks. So, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I, I, have, I have a similar hat of my own, but it doesn't have a mem on it. I have a Bieber hat, but it doesn't have a mem on it. But nonetheless, some people think it's cool. So how, how, let's, let's, let's talk about this. How did you start? What's the story behind Uncle Moishi? That, that's what I want to know. That's what all our listeners want to know. What's the story behind Uncle Moishi? How did how'd this all come to be? And well, where we are today? It, it really goes back quite a few years. Oh, wow. Quite a few years. Um, I'm from Toronto, Canada originally, and I went to Cheder there called Eitz Chaim Schools. Oh, I know Eitz Chaim. And uh, I had a, a, a wonderful Rebbe, Rabbi Gokowski, Rebbe Yankov Gokowski, uh, just a wonderful, wonderful Rebbe to me. And um, his wife was a preschool teacher in Eitz Chaim, and um, she encouraged me to sing to the children. I was always a singer. I always played uh, an instrument. I've taught myself guitar. And I always played uh, in front of my friends and Kumsitzes and Motzei Shabbos and wherever we got together. And she encouraged me to play for her children during lunchtime. And I really, really did not want to do that. And well, she did have a guitar and said, Moish, please come play, sing Hashem is here. Maybe even Torah Tziva, which uh, those songs are classic songs uh, was made in the early 60s. And I'm talking about, uh, this is the, uh, I would imagine the, the mid-60s, late 60s we're talking about. And um, I did. I sang Hashem is here to the children in the lunchroom. 
and they liked it a lot. And that sort of encouraged me to continue with this. It really opened me up to the possibility of singing a, a song, Hashem is here, or even Torah Siva to children and getting those messages across to these children. Well, did you ever think that you're going to make a career out of this? Or you thought this was, ah, this is just stick, you know, we're just having fun messing around in the lunchroom, making some kids happy. You ever thought this would act, come to something bigger than? No, no, not at all. Not at all. It's certainly a, a hobby of mine playing in front of my friends, as I mentioned before, and uh, singing songs of Torah and then the mitzvahs and, and growing up with the, uh, with my my idols, you might say, in those times was the Rabbi's sons, the Or Chodosh. I know I'm dropping names from years back, yeah, but those were yeah. the songs that I've listened to. And I've modeled my uh, music um, learning with their, uh, the way they strummed the instruments, the guitars, and the way they sang. I really modeled myself with them. That's really cool. So, so how to, so what happened? So you started playing in the lunchrooms and once you got, and once you got past the, the smaller audiences of, of the hater crowd, what, what happened? What, what took it to the next level? What brought Uncle Moishi to the next level and brought about the name Uncle Moishi and the, and the synonym, the hat and the character and everything? Like how'd that all happen? Well, in, in Toronto, once again, there was a, uh, a well-known person, Rabbi Yeshua Laufer, who was the Chabad Shaliach in Toronto. He's now in Providence, Rhode Island. And um, I volunteered a lot for Chabad in Toronto. Um, they had programs for children and I was encouraged to, to sing and play for the children. And they had rallies. I was there as well, singing to the children. And um, in um, 1975, there was a, um, a Fabrengen that the Lubavitcher had given and he encouraged the people to start using our Jewish names. So Rabbi Laufer, one Sunday afternoon, sat down with me and said, Moish, we have to start using your Jewish name, Uncle Moishi. And that's how it came, Uncle Moishi. Wow. Uh, the uncle came years before my Rebbe, <laughs> once again, Rabbi Bukowski, had gave me a nickname in class, and he called me uncle. Uncle Milty. <laughs> My non-Jewish name is Milton. And Milty, you look like a Milton. Uncle Milty was a comedian in the late 50s, in the 50s, early 60s. Uncle Milton Burrow. And his nickname was Uncle Milty. And I was always the funny person in class. And I was more or less the school, the, the, uh, the hall monitor. <laughs> more or less more hall than in the classroom. <laughs> But nevertheless, that was my nickname throughout those early years in, in school. And hence, in 1975, Rabbi Laufer suggested, I started using my Jewish name as Uncle Moishi. Nice. And that's where it came. That's really cool. So are, are, are you a Chabadnik? Because I mean, I always, I always kind of assumed that Uncle Moish, because you were always performing with the, as part of like the rallies and the, and the different things like that, I always kind of, I always thought Uncle Moish was, was, was a character created by, by Lubavitch. Asking honestly, but do you, are, are you yourself Lubavitch or are you just, you just happen to hang out with them? Well, as the phrase goes, I'm, I'm a Pasha Deed. Ah, as I well, ask you know, um, certainly my heart is in the uh, aspect of reaching out to children, specifically children, because um, they're so impressionable. 
and they get so excited through through song and and funny antics and this is where uh, i could utilize that and get the message of torah and the mitzvahs to these children and that really spreads throughout the whole spectrum of yiddishkeit from hasidic to non-hasidic to to observant or not observant yet oh, for all sure. the children we all sing the songs we all laugh we could all dance and clap our hands Oh, for sure. Everybody, I mean, because everybody knows Uncle Moshe. I mean, like I said, when I was growing up, I ever, like everybody and anybody was listening to your songs. We used to, I remember when you used to come to town, I'm from Detroit. So I remember when you used to come to town, do some of the shows over there, I would go, I would sit there, I'd be clapping along, singing happy. It was great. Um, so, so what, how, how did the whole thing evolve? Like you started doing, you started doing the rallies, you started doing the, doing the different things, different children's programs. So then what ultimately happened that, took you to to become where you are today like what was the what was the what was the what was the thing that projected you into uncle moishi and uncle moishi's world we know today because i see that you do a lot of shows you do a lot of traveling you're all over the country you're out of the country too i was in i was actually speaking with a friend of mine over shabbos and his father was telling me about the time uncle moishi came to leeds and how that when my friend was little, he, his father kept taunting him and saying, if you don't behave, Uncle Moishi's not going to come for Shabbos. And he said, yeah, right. Uncle Moishi's not going to come for Shabbos. And then all of a sudden the doorbell rings right before Shabbos. And there's Uncle Moishi standing in front, standing in front of the door. Big smile on my friend's face. But no, so my question is like, it seems like you've, you've gone all over the place, spreading, spreading your music, spreading your, spreading your message to, to people um, all across the world. So how did that end up happening? Like from going, again, from going from this Pasha to Yid in Canada to, to being the character that we all know and love, what was, what was that journey and what trials and tribulations did you, did you experience over that, over that journey? Because you've been doing this for how many years already? Well, uh, it's been since 1975. Wow. And in 1979, the first album was created. Mm. And in that album was some classic songs like Hashem is here, Torah Tziva, I have a mezuzah, Shabbos is going away. Was, was a very popular song sung in the NCSY. Mm-hmm. Uh, as Shabbos ebbs away, all the children would sing, Shabbos is going away with a beautiful, beautiful haunting melody. And this was all put on that first album. And um, Baruch Hashem was very successful. And from there, uh, people have been calling me for concerts and appearances, which literally has taken me around the world. And I've seen thousands of children. And the... the What's so interesting about the, the, the main thread with all these children around the world is the Torah. It's just amazing. I could be in Hong Kong, which I have been, Australia. Oh, wow. Over Europe, uh, in Canada, in Eretz Israel. And Torah is the central theme. And it's just amazing. Just amazing. See, it's the same Torah. Wherever we go, the same Siddur. Wherever we go, it's just so amazing. And that is really makes us a family, really a, a family to enjoy. Oh, that's really cool. That, 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 is, that, really, that is really cool. The fact that you've, you've gone all over the world and 
and seen seen all these different places and played all these different places but the bottom line is the tar is what's keeping us together that that's really cool what what kind of stuff have you been working on recently um what what's in the works with uncle moishu recently what do we got going on for uncle moishu now well there's one thing doing these concerts and seeing these children for so many years we've grown up we've um gotten older perhaps a bit more sophisticated as the years has gone by. And um, I wanted really to take it to another level. And the level I really wanted to take it is more of a, a bigger sound, the big band type of sound, almost like, dare I say, a, a, a Disney-like style. Hmm. And this is really where it's taking me to this latest album. Oh. Uh, it's called Uncle Moishi's Welcome. And I have it right here. <laughs> it's the welcome album. And it's really welcoming the children to perhaps the next step. As I mentioned before, it's the big sound, um, the big orchestration. And um, it's Baruch Hashem, it's met with wonderful, wonderful successes. And I'm so glad, I'm so glad about that. That's great. That that's really cool that you're that you've taken this into a different direction and into a bigger direction and and, bro- and broadened the horizons of Uncle Moishi. Um, my question to you is, what was some? What was one of your favorite songs you ever that you ever performed? Because you got a lot of them, and I mean, I have a few favorites of my own. But oh, really, yes. <laughs> May I, I hear yours? I am I'm, I'm a big fan of the pizza song. And and watching that video, it's just very funny because it's very old. It's like a very I mean, I don't know how old the video is. It looks like it's from the eighties, but it was just very funny. And that that happens to be my favorite song. And it 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 kind of stick my kids like that one too. And they they always sing it and it it, it, it sometimes it drives me nuts, but it's 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 great. Every time we have pizza, my kids are always singing the pizza song. But what was what are some of the favorite? What are some of your favorite songs? What are some of your favorite albums that you worked on that you really that really gave you a lasting impression? And you're like, this feels great. This is awesome. And because I'm I'm assuming you've definitely over the years you've had some favorite songs, some some songs that have stuck out in your head. Well, I'm personally I like the ballads, the slower songs, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, the words of these um, ballads really resonates with me. And on this uh, latest album that I have, there's a ballad, uh, it's called Achtos. Hmm. And it's really resonates with me. And the idea of what I mentioned earlier, how we all have that, that one thing that keeps us all together, keeps us all together. And that is the Torah. That is the mitzvahs. And this song Achtos really, which means together, united us. And uh, to me, this particular song is really, it's very much hits home to me. And this is what I've been striving for and reaching out to the children that we do have that Achtos. We do have it by participating in mitzvahs, coming closer to Hashem, sharing with our friends and learn, trying to learn the Torah one letter at a time wow that's that's really deep that's that's really that's really deep what um so this you're saying so this album you really think is one of your is you feel like this is one of your best albums you ever put out 
like in terms of the music and in terms of the the songs how many songs are on this album how many tracks do you have recorded on this album uh there's about 10 songs okay and um each one is as of course very very special and i've asked some very popular um musicians and lyricists to help me with this album oh so it's wonderful wonderful person like dina storch and there's a Malky Ginniger. And there's even music done by Yossi Green. Oh. Who, you know, is very, very well known. Yeah, Yossi's actually supposed to be on our show this week, too. Mm-hmm. Well, please say hi for me. Oh, I will. <laughs> I, I was actually just speaking with Yossi earlier today because we've been back and forth trying to get him on the show. He just released a new album, if you've, I'm sure you've, you saw. And uh-huh. so we're trying to get him on, on, on the show as well. I will definitely send regards from Uncle Moishi. I will definitely, definitely send regards from Uncle Moishi. So, wow, so you've done, you've collaborated with a bunch of a bunch of people on this album. So, I, oh, I def, I'm looking forward to hearing it. Where do I? Where where can I? Where can I pick it up? Well, as they say, all uh, major Jewish bookstores, <laughs> ones, you know, it's there. It's there at the counter, and it's but, yours to hear. Also, please join me on my website. It's called Uncle Moishi's World. Com. And it's a wonderful website, once again, of course, for the children, but it's a very active website with things for the children to do. Um, they could do the arts and crafts that's there. And they can actually print out their pictures that they colored. They can actually print them out. And there's puzzles and things uh, about uh, for Shabbos. And you can also hear some of the songs. And it's just a wonderful, wonderful website. Okay, that's really cool. Um, so, Mike, I had another question for you. How did you how did you come up with a lot of the different characters that have been on, on, like with you throughout the years, and and all the different like acts and things like that? Because I just remember, I always remember, you know, did you hear the news? Guess who's back in town? Uncle Moshi and the Mitzvah Men! Hooray! Um, and so it's like, how did you like? How did your your mind come up with all this you seem like a very creative person and like especially when you're dealing with children with you're dealing with children's children's music and children's books and things like that you have to be very creative and have a very active imagination because you're you're dealing with children and you want to be able to entertain them so how did you how did you come up with all this all this stuff and all this content and all this and all these all these songs because again i've been following you since i'm only 28 Mind you that I'm only 28, but I've been, I've been following you since I was, since I was a little kid. Actually, one of my friends even has played with you. Um, he told me he played with you when you came to Detroit, he's a drummer. And so I, I've heard, I've heard all the hawk about Uncle Moishi. So like, again, how did you come up with this stuff? Because I love when I, love when I talk to, to people like, like you and when I talk to like Lenny Solomon, cause you've been, you guys have been in the business for, for decades and you guys, again, predate a lot of people and so you've seen how the how music has progressed from the 70s until now mm-hmm. and so like how did how have you adapted your how did you come up with your creativity and how have you adapted it to meet to go from the 70s until now well certainly the music is very important and what i have found out that besides the children listening to my albums the parents are listening too and they have to enjoy it as well because they hear it day in and day out, as you mentioned before. Yes. So the music has to be very good and enjoyable for them as well. 
And this was another reason why I came up with this uh, newer album, the, uh, the Welcome album, with this big band sound. It's about a 45-piece orchestra. Wow. the music. So you can imagine the sound is just gorgeous. So when you hear a violin, it's a real violin. And the trumpet, it's a real trumpet. These are real, actual musicians playing the music. So the sound is just wonderful, wonderful. And parents enjoy it as well, and they should, because they're listening to it as well in the background. And as far as the songs are concerned, these are very simple, simple mitzvahs, things to do like sharing, for manners, very important, making our brachos, right? Sure, making our brachos before we eat food and thanking Hashem for what He gives us every day. And even washing our hands for Natilas Yadayim. Before we eat bread, we wash our hands and we make a bracha on Natilas Yadayim. So these are all very, very simple concepts. And certainly in the shows that I do, I try to bring them alive by actions. So even though a child might not know the song per se, however, the actions is a lot of fun. It could be sharing the balloons as they throw the balloon around the room, or it could be a mitzvah train that we make. I go around the room making a mitzvah train with all the boys and girls following me in a train. And it could even be a, a, a funny man coming up and interrupting me during the show. And boys and girls, we don't interrupt someone while they're speaking. And we have this character where he actually interrupts me. And of course, he learns his lesson that we don't interrupt anyone who's speaking. So these are all very, very simple things that the, the boys and girls could learn. And there's one more thing I want to impress. Mm -hmm. And that when I do speak to the children, I never say you. Hmm. Why is that? You do this. You do the mitzvahs of Hashem. You learn Torah. No, no, no. It's we, and I feel that's very, very important because I'm also included with the children. I also have to do the mitzvahs. I also have to learn Torah. I'm always included with the children. So if you do listen to, when, when I speak to during concerts or even on my, uh, my new album, you'll, you'll see and you'll be attuned to it that I always include myself with the children. And I think that's very important for an educator. When we speak to children, you have to do this. You have to do this. You have to do that. No, no. We have to do this. We have to learn Torah. We have to do the mitzvahs of Hashem. And for me, this, I feel, is very, very important for me. Wow. That, that, that is a great lesson. That is, that is a very, very, very great lesson and very positive. And I thank you for that. <laughs> but because of that, if I'm including myself with the boys and girls, mm -hmm. then I have to be an example. You're the the Mashbia. has to be an example. And that's a responsibility. That's a responsibility. And I remember many times when uh, people would come up to me, they would actually see me in the street or something or talking to someone saying, thank you as I leave. I had one person uh, follow me out of a store and says, Moish, Moish, Uncle Moish, I know you're Uncle Moishi. And I was just wearing street clothing. And I know you're Uncle Moishi. How do you know that? Because when you left the salesperson, you said, thank you and goodbye. And you had that manners. And now I know you're the real Uncle Moishi. Wow. So 
but that's me. <laughs> that's just me. But as you see, the responsibility that's much greater for us as educators. Right. And you've really become. You've really. Over, you've really t- given that positive ashba on on the people on the children you're giving the shows to, and you've really taken that on yourself to live with that every single day because. Because people know who you are, regardless if people know who you are, you still have to act, like speak, act, and be a mensch, and that's really uh, that's really amazing. That that's really really amazing, and I wholeheartedly have learned something today, new today. I mean, we're always learning something new, but wow, it's just so cool having you on the show. I'll be honest with you. So what what other what other things are in the works for Uncle Moishi? Like what other what other shows you got going on? What other things are you doing to tour? What other what other new any new characters you're working on building out anything like that well certainly now in the summertime we have the camps right and after the three weeks that we had and after the sad day of tishavov i'm now going back to these camps performing for the children mm-hmm. and now we're gearing up for sukkahs baruch hashem i'm uh, booked all of sukkahs and um just uh ready to to see all these children and to come up with some new ideas new characters and along mm-hmm. with some of these songs to uh, bring them back and make them alive for the children. Bring it back to a stage with uh, new ideas, new things for the children to do. And most important, importantly, for the children and for us, to have fun. It's so important to have fun. And when we sing a song of Torah, a song of mitzvahs, we should have fun while doing that. And that's, so, that's very important. No, I, I agree a hundred percent. So I noticed I was looking at your Instagram account uh, the other day um, because you keep you keep liking our stuff and you keep follow, like commenting on our stuff, which is really cool. I appreciate that. Um, and I noticed that you do a lot of shows for for like um, special needs camps and and things like that. Like I saw you were at Hask. I saw you were at a few other camps. So tell us a little bit more about that. Well, well, certainly all the performers we all visit the camp Hask, and these children are very very special. And uh, they're dear to me and to all of our of the performers. And we do put on a concert there. And it's just amazing to see the effects that music has, that the music has on these children. It, it's just amazing. Uh, the, the music and the, the words and them jumping up and down and spinning around and waving their hands and clapping. It, it's just amazing the effect it has on them. And as I've been told by various counselors, how it lasts long after you've left, Uncle Moish. <laughs> my, my, my campers are still singing your songs and they're still jumping up and down once they even hear your name, how it affects them. So it, it, it's something for, for me to recognize. And quite honestly, it's actually a highlight of my year to do a camp like that and to see these, uh, these children and the effects that that music have on these children is really a highlight of my whole year. Wow. That that's great. That that's really, really amazing. So so back to your shows. What was your favorite show of all time that you ever put on over the over the years? <laughs> what was your favorite show? Well you've had you come on, you had to have some one of your favorite performances you ever did. Hmm. Hmm. I like the watch by the way. Oh, thank you. Yes, thank you. It's <laughs> eBay. Um, let's see, this watch has a timer on it as well. <laughs> so it's very important. Also, worldwide time is very important. 
Well, I've been around the world. I've been to Hong Kong, Gibraltar as well. That's the tip of Spain. Also just a beautiful, beautiful community. And really each, each city, each country I've gone to is, is very special. I remember I did a, a show in Antwerp, that's in, uh, in Belgium, and we had an interpreter. Uh, this woman, a preschool teacher, spoke Flemish, and that's what many of the children do speak, is Flemish. So even though the song still stays the same in English or in Hebrew, like Torah Siva, yet when I speak and introduce the songs, she would translate it into Flemish. Uh, I did once a show in Panama, that's in, I believe, Central America. And there we had a preschool teacher speak to her children Spanish. Wow. So the song stays the same. The shtick, the fun is still the same. But yet when I introduced the songs, it was translated into the language that they would know. Um, in Toronto, Canada, of course, it's English. Very interesting thing because with all the musicians that I have and the power that we generate, we sometimes have blackouts. And that's what we had in Toronto. I remember we had one, two, three blackouts within a span of just a few moments. Wow. Well, there's nothing you could really do without a blackout. So we basically called that first half and we fixed up the, uh, the electricity there in Toronto and we had an intermission. And then we had one long second half of the show to complete it all. And Baruch Hashem, it went by very, very well. And the kids had a great time there. That's amazing. That's really cool. Wow. So, so it seems like you've been all over the world. You've done shows in, in all sorts of par- different parts of the world and the country. You're, you're still making music. You're still, you're still rocking and rolling. You're still inspiring children. Has anybody ever co- contacted you? Has anybody like, ever contacted you who used to listen to you in the past and say, Uncle Moishe, you really, you really made my day. Like, you ever get like, fan mail from people? I'm assuming you get fan mail from people all the time. Oh, sure. Oh, sure. And I, I, I love these letters, and I, I, I keep them as well. They're very precious to me that a person has his time to, to write a letter to me, it's very special. I do answer them too, sure. And um, I know sometimes when children come to my concerts and they're dressed up as me with a shirt and a hat, with a mem and smiling, we take a picture. And in a case like that, what I usually do is that uh, if the parent sends me this photo, then I, I usually send them a gift from me. And I really appreciate uh, the time that a child takes to put this on and come to to my show and say hi to me. And sometimes when I'm standing on a stage, I notice a child, I even point out, oh, boys and girls, let's welcome Uncle Moishi. <laughs> and the audience would stand up, it's me, Uncle Moishi. <laughs> That's great. It, it's yeah. precious to me, and I, I do not take it for granted. That's it's great. Very, very special. Yeah. Have you ever done any weddings? Anybody ever called you to do their wedding? No, <laughs> no sometimes if it's a good close friend of mine, I would make an appearance. Oh, yeah? The, that's, yes, and I do have some costumes, people in the costumes I would come bring along. And of course, this was all pre, um, pre-arranged with the orchestra. And uh, with the help of one of the Uncle Moishi songs, I would march in with the, the uh, characters behind me in the middle and dance in a circle. And of course, stand behind the, the chassan and the kala for a nice photo op. 
That's great. And it always makes it to their uh, to their wedding book. <laughs> that's great. So you seem like you're 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 still going. That that's that's awesome. I, I I have to give it to you. That's that's awesome. You're still going. You're still making music. You're still entertaining, inspiring, and and trying to trying to make bring bring joy and simple to children everywhere around the world. Um, again, Uncle Moshi, it was an honor and a pleasure to have you on my show. I really learned a lot from you, both from both important lessons and just more about who Uncle Moishi is besides from the guy with the beard and the hat and the, with the mem on his hat. Um, we really, I really got to know what you're all about and how you've been doing this for, 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 for decades. And it's just amazing, truly inspiring. And we really appreciate you coming on the show. And again, Uncle Moishi's new album, Welcome, is out now. You can get it on his website, UncleMoishi'sWorld.com. You can check it out at all your local Judaica stores. Um, is there any special, any any other special gifts you want to you have out there for our lovely listeners when they when they go ahead and get their go ahead and get their copy of Uncle Mo- Uncle Moishi's new CD? Oh well, once you do uh, enter my uh, website, mm-hmm. uh, it has many many uh, things to uh, to view, and I do have a store. Oh, cool! A little keychain. <laughs> this is this goes onto a key, and it's also it's a good zipper pull for the children. That's awesome. yeah. Very cool. Oh, wait, wait, oh, one more thing. Oh, uh, it's a wow. water bottle. Yeah, it's very very <laughs> sure. Of course, we make our brachas when we drink water. Sure, we do. Of course, and I have something else. Sure, <laughs> I'm glad you asked, Isha. So how do I get one of those? How do I get uh, one of those out here, Terrence Israel? It's a T-shirt. Look at this. Wow, wait, look at that. That's Hold a nice shirt. Sure. So come. <laughs> come visit my website. There's a lot of fun things to do there. And uh, say hi to me, please. Sure. We will. So again, UncleMoishi'sWorld.com. You check it out, everybody. Check out UncleMoishi'sWorld.com. Um, you can go ahead and get his new CD. It it sounds like it's going to be really cool. I'm actually going to go go over there and try to listen to it. I'm interested in hearing the new sound of Uncle Moishi. And you can pick it up, like I said, any Judaica store, Uncle Moishi's website. You can give him a call directly. I'm sure he'll be happy to ship you out a CD. He'll be happy to say shalom to you. Um, and again, it was an honor, a pleasure to have you on, on the show as part of our series of doing a blast from the past. And we look forward to hearing only good things from Uncle Moishi going forward in the future. You should have a lot of atzlacha with the new album and everything you're doing. You've just listened to another wonderful episode of Go Simcha the Podcast. For more news, updates, and information on our next episode, like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram at Go Simcha Live, and don't forget to check out the show notes and videos on www.gosimcha.com along with zeradio.com. Thanks for listening, and remember, go Simcha!